Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Gregory Melville and Susan Fox and Kathleen Bromage. From Connecticut Public Radio in Hartford, this is an audacious bonus. I'm Kyone Wolf. The latest episode of our show featured my conversations with kids who are doing amazing things in this world, like creating a new kind of hazmat suit, raising money so schools could have more books about racial diversity, and even one nine-year-old's tax plan to reduce plastic and, you know, basically save the world. Here are two more conversations with kids who have big ideas. In a few minutes, you'll hear about an eight-year-old's invention of, well, it's technically still in the development stage, the everything maker. But first, meet eight-year-old Tallulah and nine-year-old Leo Mador of Naugatuck, Connecticut. They joined me to talk about a couple of food-based life hacks they figured out. Like, you know how when you want to dip an Oreo in milk, your fingers might get wet? Well, who wants that? So Tallulah let me in on her solution. You take a fork and put it in the middle of the Oreo so you don't get your fingers wet when you dip it in the cup of milk. What's your favorite kind of Oreo in the whole world? If you could eat Oreos for the rest of your life and only have one kind of Oreo, what Oreo would it be? I like the lemon flavor. Double stuffed Oreos. Yes! I agree completely. Double stuff, triple stuff. All the stuff. <laughs> we tried the Lady Gaga ones. They were not good. <laughs> Wait a minute. There are Lady Gaga Oreos? They're pink and green. What do they taste like? Like cake mixed with an Oreo, and it's just a weird combination, and it's just weird. <laughs> do you have any other hacks like you do with the fork and the Oreo? Any other solutions to make your worlds better? Um, When you have, like, powder to make like iced tea you put warm water and then it dissolves a little bit of warm water and it dissolves all the powder instantly and then you put the cold water in it i see so if you didn't use warm a little bit of warm water first it wouldn't dilute as as well yeah your mom also mentioned that you have a technique with the packaging that comes with chinese food um, you take like the metal handle off and then it forms into a plate and you open it. It's its own plate. This whole time that I've been ordering Chinese food with a little metal handle and emptying it into a bowl, I didn't have to do that this whole time is what you're telling me? Yep. Unhook the metal and open it up and it comes a plate. You know, that reminds me. I heard that when you get ketchup, it has those little white containers and you could pump ketchup into the little container yeah. that you can open those up as well. That way you can sort of spread it out the ketchup, sort of like your idea with the Chinese food containers. Hmm. Well, you are awesome. Tallulah and Leo, thank you for talking with me today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, there's a, do you know Tori Amos, the singer? No. There's a song called Tallulah and it's a great song. So look up Tallulah by Tori Amos. Okay. Great. Glad we had this talk. <laughs> Thank you. Tallulah, Tallulah, you don't want to lose She must be worth losing if it is worth something. Tallulah, Tallulah, she's 
Next up, eight-year-old Lillian Macy Painter of Hartford, Connecticut. She's got an idea that made me feel both inspired and also struck me with a little bit of fear. The everything maker. I asked her what exactly would this everything maker make? Like, I used to think I wanted a unicorn, but now I don't. I want, like, a pony or something. So you wanted a unicorn, but now you want a pony. Is the only difference between a unicorn and a pony the horn? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, if you were to get a real pony and you had an everything maker, couldn't you make a pony that had a unicorn horn? Yeah, but... I don't know, because you could also make a unicorn. Now, at home, a lot of times you have chores to do, right? Do you have chores that you have to do? Yeah. Like what? Clean stuff. Clean stuff? Like, do you have to clean your room? Yeah, I hate doing that. (laughs) So your everything maker would clean your room. You would just program it into the buttons, and you would press the clean room button. And there's only so many buttons that can fit, too. (laughs) That's a good point. Unless you make the everything maker make more buttons. But there wouldn't be room for more buttons. <laughs> and, but I guess you could, like, swap out for some buttons sometimes. Oh, like if you get over the idea of having a pony, you can swap out the pony button. Or if you've already given yourself a pony, you could swap out the pony button for give Kion Wolf a million dollars button. Yeah. What if in addition to buttons on the Everything Maker, you had a switch? Because like, let's say you want ice cream and you want a lot of ice cream, but you don't want to have ice cream forever because if you've had a lot of ice cream, you know that there comes a point where you can't take it anymore. I mean, I hope you've gotten to this point. I know you have your whole life to feel this way. So if you have a switch that that turns the ice cream on, then you'll have a switch to turn it off because otherwise you'll just be drowning in ice cream and that's a terrible way to go. Well, it sounds like a great way to go would say, could I have some ice cream and it would give me one ice cream cone. But if I said, could I have two ice cream cones, it would give me two ice cream cones. So if I said, can I ground in 15 million ice cream cones, it would do that. (laughs) What are some dangerous things that could come from controlling an everything maker? Well, I feel like the everything maker can only make good things for some reason. So it's programmed to only do good things, but then... I was thinking it, like, could make, like, a few bad things. Like, if you wanted to, like, put bad things on a bad guy or something. Mm. Are we talking about revenge right now, Lillian? No. Anyway, and I also thought that it could give you powers. Like what? What powers? Any powers, I guess. You can fly or be invisible. You just talking to the microphone or hit a button. <laughs> if you had to choose between flying and being invisible, like you only get one, which one would it be? I think it would be being invisible because that would be really cool. Because like you could just like do anything you wanted without anyone seeing you. It could be like a spy. What if you overheard something that you didn't want to hear though? Like... You don't know what you're asking for when you're invisible. What if you see things that you wish you hadn't seen and you cannot unsee? Oh, yeah, but then you can just close your eyes. Oh. (laughs) I hadn't thought of that. Thanks. (laughs) Look away. Avert your gaze. (laughs) Then no one ever knows you're there. You're just like 
not a thing, but you are a thing. <laughs> you are a thing. Have you considered any like jingles? You know, like high pockets. Have you thought about the theme song or a jingle for this <laughs> everything maker? No, I haven't. But if I saw something on the TV I wanted, I could ask the everything maker to play it or make it. What do you think is the biggest thing? Because you were talking about a pony. What do you think is the biggest thing that this everything maker could make? Like, could it make a house? Could it make a city? Could it make a... Oh, yeah. It could make anything. Anything. It could make, like, a hundred million gajillion gallons of candy. (laughs) What's your favorite candy? I think Reese's Pieces. Oh, Reese's Pieces. I used to have Reese's Pieces at the bottom of my ice cream sundae at Friendly's. You get to the bottom of it, and there's Reese's Pieces at the bottom. Yum. Like a special treat after you finished all of it? It's a treat at the end of the treat. (laughs) Well, Lillian Macy Painter, thank you for telling me about the Everything Maker. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thanks to parents Shannon Plant and Jane Macy Painter for letting me hang out with their kids for this bonus track. And thanks to Jessica Severindi Martinez and Katie Talarski for their production help. If you haven't listened to the Companion Audacious Kids episode, do yourself a favor and click on through to it. It'll make you feel better. And thanks for reviewing the show on iTunes and for subscribing. You have fantastic taste. By the way, the song that you hear on every episode of Audacious is called Good News by Mac Miller. And the cover that you're hearing in these bonus tracks is by Andy Thorne and Thomas LaFond. All right, that's a wrap. I'm Kyone Wolf. See you next time.